What is going on squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my boy, the one and only, the Wolf De Silva. What's up, bruh? What's going on, fam? I'm still trying not to laugh. We were just joking around before the podcast started. I was super excited to get this start. What do you, what do you mean? What are you laughing about? Do you want me to bring it up? No, I'm just joking. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like I'm blasting all over this podcast. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on to the podcast. In today's episode, you guys, me and Cole are going to be discussing being their coach, not their friend. Yes. Um, now, this episode is, it's almost like a sensitive topic because I think that uh, as an online fitness coach, um, when we're signing clients into our program, it's almost like we want to be their friend, Right. You know, we want to care for them. We want to help them. We want to support them. And in that, we end up being their friend. But how many of you guys have ever had clients where it's almost like they cross your boundaries and they miss a bunch of check-ins and hard, it's hard to get them back on track? We all have. Or how many of you guys have ever uh, been in the DMs and you want to be, you want to really, really help them. So you give them tons and tons of advice and then they're like, thanks for the advice. And they never do anything. And then they're always stuck and they're always asking for help. We all have. Or how many of you guys have ever been on a call with a potential prospect and then you're on that call and you really want to be their friend. And so you end up telling them exactly what they need to do to change their life. And they say, thank you. They end the call and they never do anything. Or I want to like, I want to even take it on a deeper level. How many of you guys have been on a sales call with a prospect and throughout the call, they're like mad buddy, buddy with you. But as soon as you go to pitch your price, they're like, oh, this costs money (laughs) because they just spent half an hour talking to you. And we're like, oh, this guy's great. We're best friends now. So many fucking times. A hundred percent. So let's go before we get into like being their coach, not their friend and how that's literally destroying your business. Me and Cole, we actually want to share how, you know, let's, let's talk about our relationship when we first got started, Cole. A hundred percent. So the reason why we kind of want to share this with you guys is because we know this is a sensitive subject. We know a lot of people, they get like turned off. They get like scared to talk about the subject because like Brian said, everybody wants to be a friend of their client. Everybody wants to have a good relationship. I don't even think it's about friend. They just want a good relationship with their clients and they think they need to be a friend in order for that to happen. Now, to share with you guys, the reason why we want to talk about our story a little bit is because that's how mine and Brian's relationship started. When I first met him, he became my coach first and then the relationship built into what you guys see as, as today. I was his fitness client. Right, I was his competition client and let's be fucking straight. Let's keep it real. We were not friends. He was my coach and I was his client. Yeah, we spoke. Yeah, we had a good relationship, but there wasn't like, we weren't fucking hanging out all the time. We weren't like, there's no way he would have been the best man at my wedding and vice versa. Back then when we first started talking, it was a working relationship at the beginning. And that's how we treated it across the board. I treated him as a coach and he just treated me as a client. That's how it fucking was. So I'm going to jump in here because if Cole would have joined my program and I would have treated him like a friend, Cole would have rolled all over me. And I'll tell you 100%. why. Because Cole is a very, like, Cole's like a very strong personality. And as you become a coach for others, here's what you start to find. Because here's how I started out as an online coach. When I first started out as an online coach, I cared so much about people and I wanted to help people out so much that I would always give them the benefit of the doubt and I would always give them lots of rope, right? Yeah, they were missing check-ins. I was like, oh, like, it's okay. Like, I understand it's COVID or, you know, it's totally fine. I get that you were busy or, you know, if you drank on the weekend, oh, it's okay. Fitness doesn't have to be perfect. And I was always that fucking dude. 
But then what ends up happening over time is, I'm sure you guys have likely experienced this, is you'll get clients that will miss two or three check-ins or they'll be a six out of 10 on their workout compliance. And then they'll start complaining to you about the fact that they're not getting results. And they're like, you know, like, Arsh, this program just isn't working for me. And you're like, okay, I understand. And like, you're like, I get it. Like maybe next week we'll try to be a little bit more consistent and then they're not consistent. And then they're like, man, this program just isn't working for me. And you know, you know why the program isn't working for them, but you're also not willing to have that conversation with them because you're like buddy, buddy with them, your homies. And you don't want to cross the line. And so when I first started my coaching journey, it was almost like I wanted to be friends with everybody that I worked with. And what ended up happening was I ended up like, burning out because I'd get clients that weren't getting results. And then I would take, I was taking responsibility for these clients, not getting results. And I was blaming myself, these yeah. clients not getting results. But in reality, it was the fucking, it was the client that wasn't doing the thing. Yeah. And another thing that you guys need to realize, and again, I'm going to talk about this story again in a minute, but you know how Brian just broke down. Well, if you aren't hard on your client, if you're not strict with that client, if you're not being the coach and not the friend, they're going to complain to you that they're not seeing results, but you also need to realize, and you better believe that they're complaining to other people, right? If they're complaining to you that they're not seeing results in your program, you better fucking believe that they're going to be behind your back complaining to other people that they're not seeing results in your program, which yep. makes you look bad. And that's why it's so important to have that relationship. And that's why Brian and my relationship molded into what it is today. Because again, when we first started working together, he was a coach. And guys, you all know me, all right? You guys have heard me on this podcast, even if you're not my client right now, you know my personality. I'm very, very bullheaded, all right? Like you need, if you're gonna be my coach, you need to be a certain fucking person. You need to have a certain mentality. And me and Brian would not have, number one, I don't think we'd have the relationship we have today if he didn't act the way he was. And there's no way we would have went on to win three shows together as me as his client because I needed that fucking guidance and I needed a coach. I didn't need a fucking friend. Obviously, it happened, and it like molded into it. But at the beginning, that's where the relationship, the lines were fucking drawn. Okay, guys, here's here's uh, you should write this down. If they don't respect you, they won't listen to you. So when Cole first came into my program, right? I remember the conversation because he was telling me that like he was drinking on the weekends and blah blah blah, you know. And he Struggle never told me addiction. he never told me about his Percocet addiction. Actually, when you first started, no, I didn't know not that. at the very beginning. He just told me that he was drinking all the time. And I told Cole, I literally said verbatim, I was like, if you drink in my program. I'm going to take your money and I'm going to kick you out of it. Like, I'm going to like, if you drink while I'm coaching you, I'm going to take your money and I'm booting you out of the program. And like, obviously you don't need to have those, those harder lines, but like I was intuitive enough to know that like Cole is a very strong personality. And if I didn't draw a hard fucking line that like homie wasn't going to respect me and he wasn't going to listen. So I'm like, if you drink while I coach you, I will boot you out and I will keep your money. And like, that was the line. And he's like, okay. And that's where we started. Right. And then from that point forward, that's how the relationship progressed because I set the tone at the beginning. Yep. And so now you guys see mine and Cole's relationship and you're like, man, like, it's cool. Like, you know, these guys are homies and they started out as clients. It's like, no, he started out as my client. I started out as his coach and that's how our relationship started. And then we grew really, really close together. Out of curiosity, I know that we've got some veteran coaches here. If you're a veteran coach here and you've been an online coach for like one, two, three years, how many of you guys have had clients that have been with you for like a year or two years or three years? So I know that some of you guys here that are tuning in right now are veterans. And if you do have clients that have been with you for one, two, three years, what ends up happening is your relationship develops over time. Exactly. It develops over time. But a lot of you guys, what you're trying to do is you're trying to like rush the process and become, it's like you can either be their coach or you can be their friend. And a lot of you guys are way too focused on being their 
friend for too long. And as a result, you're not doing what you need to do as a coach. So let's talk about how being their coach, being their friend is affecting you negatively in the DMS. So Cole, I'm in the DMS with you and I'm interested in your fitness program. What are some, like if I'm a coach that is interested in being their friends, what are some of the things that I'm doing in the DMS? If I'm trying to be too friendly, not digging into somebody's pain. All right. Like a lot of friends don't like to make people feel uncomfortable. A lot of friends don't like to dig into somebody's pain because they don't want that person to feel the pain. So you're too scared to ask the right questions because you don't want to turn them off or push them away from your program. And I see a lot of you coaches making this mistake. Like you need to know if they're binge eating fast food, but you don't ask. You mm-hmm. need to know if they are neglecting their workouts and neglecting their mindset, but you're not asking. You need to know if they're fucking spending a shitload of money on drugs and alcohol and all this other stuff, but you're not asking because you're too nervous. I'm going to give you guys a framework that's going to change your life. Ready? Validate, relate, lean in. I'm going to talk about it every single part of the podcast. So validate, relate, lean in means that like, you know, Cole's right. You need to dig in. If they, if they tell you that they're, you know, binge eating right now, then you need to be like, you know, I completely risk. Like, thank you so much for sharing that with me. Validate. I appreciate you for opening up, relate, and then lean in. Tell me a little bit more about that. Oh, now I'm going to say something and this is, I'm, I'm giving a little bit of a bonus trick here just for everybody who's in the DMs. Cause I want to make sure you guys understand Listen to how Brian just broke down validate, relate, lean in. Validate was thank you so much for sharing that with me. I appreciate that. Or thank you for opening up. I appreciate that. He's not validating my shitty fucking behavior. I'm not I'm, saying, yeah. I'm binge eating and drinking like crazy. Oh, I completely get that because you're stressed. No, that's like you're cementing a shitty behavior. He's validating that I'm struggling, relating to what I'm saying, and then leaning in. That's how you be a good coach in the fucking DMs. Bro, we're giving nugs on this podcast. All right. Yes, we are. Yes, <laughs> we are. Nugs. Another big mistake that you'll make in the DMs if you're interested in being their friend is you'll give away so much fucking advice. Number one mistake online coaches make, guaranteed, bet on my life, swear on everything, is you are giving away way too much advice in the DMs. So somebody DMs you and asks you for fitness help and you're trying to change their life. And so you're like, oh, Sarah, I got you. Like you're eating a thousand calories. Let me tell you why that's actually wrong. And so your body weight, you're you're 170 pounds. So if you're at 170 pounds, you need to be eating at least XYZ calories. And out of those XYZ calories, I'd recommend this protein, this carb, and this fat. And they're just fucking... They've got their it all down. They've got oh, their okay, yeah, out yeah. there like fucking, Tell me more. Thanks, fucking Sarah. I don't know why people pay you for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> right? 100%, right? 100%. Right? But it's because you're so interested in being their fucking friend that you're giving them solutions to all their problems. Yeah, right? guess what? Coaches, business people don't give shit away for free. All right? Stop you wouldn't have a fucking friend. job. Yeah. Like, like, that's just like, you can't go to a psychologist, go into their office and be like, Hey, I'm really struggling with my relationships. Like, sit the fuck down and tell me all about it. And you don't have to pay me. Like, There's no way. That's not how it like works. That's not how it fucking works. Right? You got to watch how much value you're giving away. And the reason why we're painting it as a friend versus a coach is because the coach realizes that if you just overload somebody with information, they're probably not going to implement it where you feel like you need to give somebody information in order to get them to work with you. And it's just not true stop giving away so much free value and again it was same thing with the dms on top of like the giving away so much value you guys are just over talking in the dms as well i feel like that's another reason you guys are acting more of a friend instead of a coach you're sending these like massive fucking four paragraph lines 
trying to expand and speak to these people on such a deep level and you're just overwhelming them and getting them bored of the conversation. When's the last time you guys actually had like an in-depth conversation with one of your friends where they spent you like, sent you like five paragraphs about nothing. <laughs> Brian sends me five paragraphs. I'm like, bro, just fucking call me. Like, why are you spam texting me right now, bro? <laughs> there's no, there's no way and you're overwhelming people with information. Dude, I, uh, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I, I love that. Another mistake that you guys are making in the DMS, if you're interested in being their friend, not their coach is you're talking a little bit about dumb shit. Yeah. The weather, <laughs> the yeah, weather, it's fucking, it's like where we live, like, yeah. like how oh, did you guys see the outside? fucking rodeo in Alberta yesterday? Crazy. And you're, and you're afraid to ask any fitness questions because you're like oh i don't want them to see me as fucking salesy i don't want to be sleazy and sales are you a so fitness coach or are you not a fitness coach like i don't understand we're right? gonna get in the dms and i'm gonna talk for four and a half hours about their cat and the weather <laughs> and like fucking what what happened yesterday <laughs> and this this news event but i'm never gonna ask any I fitness see, questions because i, I don't want to be salesy i see some of the fitness coaches that are on this call they're in the academy they're like fuck i do that yeah right a hundred percent you guys do we know you do because we've seen it a lot and we've done we've fucking been there so that's why we're breaking it down yeah, it but comes you, this this comes from experience you guys we're coming from like i i get it because we've done like we've done these things yes so being like being okay with asking fitness questions and like i'm not saying don't be a human and don't talk to people about like you know like regular life things but spending an entire day talking about their cats probably not a good fucking idea no spending a couple sentences talking about their cat is a good idea spending an entire day on it isn't well, exactly. And guys, like, think about the real reason why you're there. Okay. When's the last time you just walked down the street, stopped some random stranger and asked them about their cat and talked to them for 45 minutes? <laughs> let's, let's be honest with why we're in the conversation. You're, you're trying to fucking get them as your client or at least figure out if they're going to be a good fit. So let's just be honest here a little bit and be the coach in the DMs. Guys, what we're saying here, and like, here, here's another thing, right? Here's another thing. I think that let's let's talk about the confusion that i think might be coming up because a lot of you guys are like you know we're we're like giving value but we're not giving away free value like your job as in the dms and on the phone call etc is to diagnose problems yep my goal is to like literally cast a net out into the universe and i'm gonna like start conversations with people and i'm gonna build relationships and i'm looking for people that have problems that i can solve I'm looking for people that have problems that I can solve. If I'm in a conversation with somebody that doesn't have a problem, then I can like, if I'm, if I'm talking to somebody that's opening up a fucking hair salon and they're asking me questions about growing a business, I'm straight up going to be like, I appreciate you, but I like, I don't do hair salons. Or if I'm talking to somebody that's trying to sell me, it works in the DMS. And there's like, there's not a problem I can solve there. It's like, why the fuck am I in that conversation? If I'm trying to grow an online business. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right? Guys, no. listen, Everybody pay attention to what I'm about to say right here. If you're an online fitness coach, your value, all right, the value you're giving on the phone or in the DMs is you speaking to that human being. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. What, well, what value am I providing to this person if I'm just in the DMs and I'm not giving them anything actionable? You speaking to them right then and there is the value. That's the fucking value. 
All right, so you don't need to go above and beyond and give actionable information because that is the value here as long as you are coming at it from a coach's perspective and not a friend's because a friend's not going to ask the questions that need to be asked, the coaches. If you want to change people's lives, then here's, here's one thing that I think everything, it's, it's really, really important to understand this with like free value, right? So if you want to change people's lives, like, yeah, you can give value in your posts and in your yep. content, right? And people can absorb your posts and your content to get value. But when you're in the DMs with somebody, nobody's going to change their life unless they invest in you. Yeah. And those are facts. Like people pay attention to what they pay for. Yep. Right. That's why like, you know, I'm super open with giving value in public and on my stories. And I'm like, you guys can tune into the podcast all you want, but like people pay attention to what they pay for. That's why the 10K Academy students are the ones that are crossing $10,000 a month because they're in the Academy. They're paying attention because they're paying for it. Okay. So let's talk about now, you, you know, you're on the phone, you're giving too much value. And like, I think we kind of covered the phone and the DMs. Let's talk about how coming into the program. So some mistakes that coaches will make when clients are coming into the program in terms of like being their friend and not their coach. Here's some mistakes that you guys will make, right? Coming out of the gate, like if you don't set the fucking tone when somebody comes into your program and you don't like lay out the guidelines for how you expect them to behave and perform in your program right out of the get-go, then there's going to be a lot of clouded expectations. And if there's clouded expectations, then you can't really be upset that they're not following the program. Let's say I'm signing Cole up and I'm like, hey, so here's your workup plan and training plan. Uh, thanks so much for coming into my program and paying me peace. Um, let's do this together. Let's do this together. Me and you are going to do this together. <laughs> yeah. I'm your friend. I got you. Let's do this together. Me and you are going to do this together. We're going to lose weight. Like, it's going to be awesome. For me, when somebody comes into my program, this is like how I structure it. I'm like, cool. Here's your training program. Here's your meal plan. Training program, you need to check into every single workout so that I can track your data in the app. Your meal plan, I'm going to send it out every Friday. I expect you to go grocery shopping on Saturday and prep by Sunday. I'm going to send your check-in on Wednesday night at 6 p.m. I need it back by Thursday morning at noon. If it's not back by noon, it's late. If it's late, you get in shit. Our goal together is to lose 30 pounds together. That's what, that's what you're here for. So like, let's do that together. And we're going to do that together as long as you follow these rules. If you don't yep. follow the rules, I'm going to come fucking, I'm going to come knock on your door. I'm going to drag your ass to the gym and mean you're going to have problems. Do you have any questions? You guys see that? It's called structure. All right. That's called being a fucking coach. And the big reason why a lot of you guys are not seeing growth in your business. So the big reason why a lot of you guys are getting, let's be real, walked on by your clients is because you're being the friend. You're bringing people in and you're not walking them through the onboarding process. You're bringing people in. You're not showing them how to use the apps. You're bringing people in. You're telling them that check-in day is on Wednesday and you're getting responses like, okay, I'll get it done when I want. And you're going, okay, because you're too scared of a little bit of confrontation. Listen, you guys are the coaches. All right. Be the fucking authority. You guys have to step up. You're not being a dick or being rude or being an asshole for being the boss. Think about it any other way. If you guys went and saw an in-person trainer, right? You guys are seeing an in-person trainer. When you show up for that training session, they walk you through the entire workout. You do what they tell you, all right? Let's say you're working a nine to five job. You show up to work. The boss tells you what to do, all right? You get paid at the end of the week. That's mm -hmm. what your clients get. They show up, they do the workouts, they do the meal program, they listen to you and they get the results at the end of the week. But you can't expect them to listen to you if you're not willing to step up as the authority and lay out everything like Brian just said. You gotta give that fucking structure. And guys, you need to be okay with being the fucking coach. Yep. And it's kind of like the analogy I'm gonna give you guys is parenting, okay? You know, I'm, I'm not an expert at parenting, I'm still learning, but one thing I know is that if me and my child always agree, like me and my 13 year old always agree, I'm being a bad fucking parent. 
because my, you know, my child might not want to go to school sometimes and they might not want to do the dishes sometimes. And if every time my child doesn't want to do something, I'm like, it's okay. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Like they're not going to learn properly. And so you and the client don't always have to be on the same page. Like you don't always have to agree. Check-ins are fucking due by Thursday at noon. If you don't do the check-in at noon, you're late. I know that you have a full-time job. So do my other 20 clients and they still get it done. So wake up 30 minutes earlier if you need to get it done, but you need to get it done. Like, and you need to be okay with setting the fucking tone in your program. Yep. You want to know why this is important. So you guys, I have 850 clients in the academy. You guys want to know why I don't get overwhelmed? Because if somebody spam messages me on the weekend, you want to know what I send. Like, I'll be like chilling with Kirst and I'll get like, sometimes I'll get a spam message from one of my clients and I'll be like fucking kicking my feet up on the beach, relaxing. And I see a spam message come in. Uh, one that would trigger me if I was you know, worried about, you know, not being a friend to my client. My message back will be like, thank you so much for messaging me, but it's Saturday. I'm hanging out with my fiance on the beach. I'll reply on Monday when I'm back at work. Have a great weekend, period, send. Yeah. Because like, I'm not your friend, I'm your coach. And if you're infringing on my personal boundaries, like I'm willing to have that conversation with you. But so many of you guys aren't willing to have that conversation because you're afraid of offending somebody because you want to be their friend and you're not okay with being their coach. Exactly. Exactly. And this is something internally that you guys need to work on. All right. This is your wake up call right now. I want you to think about your business. There's a lot of online fitness coaches listening to this right now. There might be just entrepreneurs listening to this right now who have clients. Think about this for a minute. All right. Let's do a mental exercise. Think about one client right now that you have. That's always pushing your boundaries. Ask yourself personally, if you are the person who's allowing that to happen, are you always giving this person more string? All right. Giving this person more rope. Are you always allowing this person to miss their check-ins because they're busy or their kid overwhelmed them or work happened that day or whatever the case may be? Enabling right, their behavior. You're enabling. If you, exactly. Think if you are enabling this shit. All right. And if you are, right, if you're having this realization right now, then you need to listen to every single fucking word that me and Brian are saying right now. You got to learn how to, again, be a coach, but I like that analogy. Be a parent. All right. Tell these people what happens. Guys, no joke, but I was fitness coaching. And I've actually got a couple of fitness, my clients in the academy now that became trainers. I'm amped about that. They know that if they didn't get their fucking check-in done for me Thursday, they didn't even get a meal plan, a new meal plan for the next week. Yep. Because I'm like, guys, like I had 50 fucking clients. I can't be just catching up whenever you're ready to do your yep. fucking work. Yep. I'm busy. Not right? even. And it's the yeah. same thing with, with, we have 850 clients now for the academy. Are you fucking kidding me? If Dude. we had all you guys just do whatever you want, we'd be going crazy. I'm going to, I love what you just said that. I'm going to go to the next level. I don't even need to explain my fucking rules to you. Nope. Like, yeah, Cole's like, I have 50 clients. I'm busy. Uh-uh. You're fucking late. These are the terms. You reply to your check-in by Thursday at noon. And if it's not done, then you don't get a check-in. That's the rules. Yep. I don't care if you don't like it. If you don't like it, don't go to another program. I actually you don't like uh, it. Get your fucking shit done on time. Zach, uh, Zach Downs. I loved Zach Downs. Zach Downs is like one of my favorite clients. Uh, he's in the mastermind right now. And he was super busy on the weekend. And he got, he like sent me a message on Monday and he's like, Hey bro, I got my, I, I wasn't able to do my check-in. Can I do it right now? I know it's late. I just want to know. And I was like, no, sorry. I'm like, you're late. I'm like, and the next time don't be late. Because if I would have given him that, then guess what? And then it would have enabled other people to miss when they want to miss. And he would have missed it again. He's and not going to miss it again because he didn't get a check-in. Exactly. And it creates that bad habit. That's why you guys got to be the coach, not the fucking friend. Because if you enable that, that type of behavior, then what happens when they get overwhelmed the next week? Or they get overwhelmed the next week? Or they get overwhelmed fucking three weeks later? Like this shit will keep happening.
Mm -hmm. All right. If you allow that to happen, if you if allow you, that habit to if be If you built. allow it. Exactly. If you allow it. Yep. If you allow it. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Let's talk about this for a second, bro. What about when, uh, when clients feel like they want to drop off the program? This is one of my fucking favorite ones. And I, I feel like this is one of my favorite ones for a couple of reasons. All right. For a couple of reasons. So number one, I feel like you need to be willing to let go to a certain degree as a coach, because a lot of coaches out there, and again, I'm coming at it from a couple of angles. So I want to attack this one first. The reason why I want to start it with you guys need to be willing to let go is because I feel like a lot of the times as coaches, we never want to let go of clients because that's a stream of income. And maybe because we built a good relationship with that person and we don't want to let them go. However, you need to be able to tell when it's time to let go of a client because they saw amazing results with you. And when it's time to just be the coach and tell them, yo, maybe this isn't the best time. Like they did a month with you, maybe a month and a half with you. Everything's going super smooth in the program. They're seeing good results and they're like, oh, okay, I'm good. I can do everything on my own now. And they go to drop off the program. Then that's time that you kind of like, you probably should be the coach and have a serious, good conversation with that client. Dude, even like, I love that you said that. I even think that even when um, clients are in your program, they are doing, you know, decent. And then all of a sudden they have a week and a half, two weeks where they don't check in for their workouts. And then yeah. they message you. They're like, oh, the program isn't working. I'm going to quit. Yeah. And so many coaches, well, as soon as that happens, let me know if this, this happens to you. So many coaches immediately take it personally. And they're like, what did I do wrong? I you suck. Know? Why did I not provide the service that this client needed? And, you know, they were doing so good and then they fall track. What could I have done better? Why wasn't I there for this client? And instead of being like, okay, like maybe I could have done better, but like there's a situation here and I'm going to be their coach, not their friend. And I like, you guys know that when you fall off track, should you fucking quit? Is that like the answer? You guys all know. No. We all know the answer is no. Like you shouldn't yeah. quit when you fall off track. So you'd be like, you, here's the framework. Remember I told you guys, this is the nugget. Validate, relate, lean in. Somebody messages you and they want to quit and be like, hey, Chris Harrison, thank you so much for messaging me, bro. I appreciate you. Um, you know, hope you're doing well. And, um, and like, dude, I, I totally understand. Sometimes it gets hard. Can you tell me a little bit more about what's going on so that, you know, I can give you some advice. And then even if you need to leave, no problem. But I, I just want to at least hear what you have to say. Hear them mm -hmm. out, validate, relate, lean in, and then hear them out, talk to them. And then once you get to a point where you see the bullshit, cause there's always like a bullshit mirror, right? There's always like, always, a, always there's always like a little, there's always something. Oh, I'm so busy. So once you, once you find the actual reason called isolating the objection, this is what you, this is called isolating the objection. Exactly. This is what you say. You say, dude, I appreciate you. Do you mind if I coach you for a minute? Ooh, boom. You know why? Because you're a coach. <laughs> because you're a fucking coach. Exactly, bro. Letting them drop off, which most of you guys do, by the way. Most of you guys just like oh, a lot of so many. And taking taking it personally, which again, a lot of you guys do. Like validate. You know, thank you so much for sharing, Chris. I appreciate you. Um, you know, thank you for opening up to me. Um, do you mind if I ask you a little bit about what's going on? Because I might be able to like offer you some advice. Validate, relate, lean in, ask that question, and then once they open up and you start commenting, talking back and forth, then it's like, do you mind if I coach you for a minute? And then you actually tell them what they need to fucking hear. Yeah, you be. You is to be their fucking coach. Exactly. All right, I'm gonna say some shit. And I'm, you guys know I like to uh, be very abrupt no matter what. Um, so get ready for it. When it comes down to this conversation, there's a couple things. Number one, you need to embrace confrontation. All right, <laughs> like embrace it. 
because no one's gonna like to hear that they're being lazy or they should be keep pushing forward because if they've come to you right let's say I'm Brian's client and I'm going to drop off his program because I'm having a bad time. I'm fucking running out of time. I'm, I feel like quitting. I'm like, nothing's going very well. And then I build up the courage to talk to him. Guess what? I've already been thinking about it for probably over a week and a half to two weeks. All right. So my mindset is almost made up or already made up. Yep. So you need to be ready for confrontation, embrace confrontation and realize that as the coach, you need to be the coach. There's a reason why they're paying you and not their fucking friend, John or Brittany, or Janelle, yep. right? They're not paying random people that they know because they need someone to coach them. They yep. hired a coach, not a fucking friend. They hired a coach, and that means you need to be the coach in the good times when they're killing it, when they're seeing the progress, and you need to be the coach in the bad times, when they need to be walked through something, when they need to be told to sack the fuck up and work harder, when they need to be told to push through because things are getting a little fucking hard. You've got to be that authority. You've got to be that coach. You've got to be that parent who helps them through things, right? And it's going to be a little bit uncomfortable, but that's why you need to embrace the validate, relate, lean in. Meet them where they're at, all right? Relate to what they're going through and then lean in with this fucking solution so you can help them as the coach. This is what you guys signed up for, right? Like you want to be the online fitness coach, so you got to be embracing this shit. 100%. I remember the the last person that uh, that tried to they tried to quit. They told me that they wanted to be a successful online coach. And they told me that they really wanted this shit. And they told me that they were doing it because, you know, they were sick of working their nine to five. And they were told me that, like, so I remember when they said that they wanted to quit. I was like, totally understand. I appreciate you so much for reaching out. Like, thank you so much. Um, tell me a little bit more. And as we started digging in and I was like, okay, so mind if I coach you for a minute? They're like, yeah. I was like, how many times have you done this before? Because, you know, you came to me because you told me you wanted to grow a successful online business. You came to me because you told me you wanted to like make $5,000, $10,000 a month online. You, you came to me because you told me that you wanted to coach people online. And now you're telling me that you don't have the time and that you're too busy. But like the reason you don't have the time and you're too busy is because you're working at a job that you don't fucking like. And so if you quit this program, where are you going to go? Back to your job. Is that what you want? And we had that conversation and they stayed. But the reason that I was able to have that conversation is because I was willing to be their coach. And I knew that like, we might not agree. Like sometimes you guys have that conversation and they leave anyways, and that's fine. But at least they're going to respect you for saying what needs to be said. Yes. Eight times out of 10, that client's going to stay because they're like, fuck, you're right. I need this. It's the same thing with objections on a phone call, right? You guys, like, if you just walk away, if somebody gives you an objection on a call and you're just like, cool. And then you just walk away. It's like, What's the purpose of, you know, trying to help these people change their lives if they're going to make an excuse and instantly you're going to walk away because you're afraid of confrontation? Why even get on the fucking phone anyways? Like, let's be real. Let's take, let's say how it is. Why are you guys even trying to get on calls if you're just afraid to fucking fight through objections? All right. Why are you even trying to coach people? Because you know, as a human being, because we're all a human being, we're all people. We have excuses that we deal with on a daily basis. We have our own demons in our heads that try to hold us back. So you got to be willing to work through that shit. Are you going to be willing to push it? And let's look at it on the flip side. Brian gave you guys the example from our perspective as business coaches, but it's the same thing when you guys are talking to a fitness client. Let's say you have a client that wants to drop off, but when they came to you two months ago, they said that they wanted to get in shape for their kids and they couldn't walk up the stairs without being gassed. And oh. They hated the way their clothes are feeling and they oh. fucking hated going to work because everybody looked at them weird. Oh. Right? You need to remind them of that shit. Well, what the fuck do you mean, John? You literally told me two months ago that you wanted to do this journey so you could lose 50 pounds so you could be there for your kid in 35 years. What the fuck changed? What's <laughs> happening? Boom. Like, And Boom. it's not being rude. It's Boom. reminding people of why they fucking Boom. started in the first place. Boom. 
That's it. Be the coach, guys. You'll never have that conversation if you're interested in being their friend. Yep, never. Because as soon as they come to you with a little bit of resistance, you know, you're going to be like, oh, like, thank you for at least joining my program in the first place. I really appreciate you. Yeah. Like that's no, like you're fucking up. Like they're going to go back to their old way of life. And you could have stopped it if you were willing to have a hard conversation and you were willing to be the coach that they paid for in the first place. Yep. Y'all understand what we're saying? You got to embrace that mentality. And it's going to be hard guys. Like becoming this person, becoming like this person who's not afraid of confrontation isn't easy. It takes time and it's going to be like a little bit uncomfortable if this isn't who your personality is in the first place. All right. It's easy for me to have these conversations because like, this is who I am as a friend mm -hmm. in general. I'm very straight up and I'm very honest in everything I do. You're either going to really like what I have to say or you're not going to like it at all. It's probably one of the reasons why my circle is so small because not a lot of people like hearing the truth, but it's going to take a little while and you got to embrace it. But if you want to really build a successful business and if you honestly want to build a successful business, but have a successful business that has an insane amount of clients that are killing it, this is something you need to embrace. Yo, so I've got a couple different frameworks and mindsets that are really going to help with this. You guys ready? You want some value now? How do I actually work on this, right? Like, how do I get better at this? I'm going to give you guys a couple frameworks and mindsets. I'm going to let Cole jump in as well. So let's say you guys need to have a conversation with your client that you know is going to be a hard conversation. The mindset that you guys need to have is embrace, write this down, embrace sweaty palm conversations. I call these sweaty palm conversations. Have you guys ever had to have a talk with somebody in your life that you knew was going to be challenging as shit? <laughs> You're like, this is not going to be a fun conversation. You're like, they're, the other person is not going to like what I have to say. So I call those sweaty palm conversations, right? Embrace sweaty palm conversations. When you know the person on the other end of this conversation might not like what you have to say, I call that a sweaty palm conversation. So you guys need to be embracing them and you need to be seeking them. Yeah. Because if you're seeking the sweaty palm conversations, I promise you guys, like, here's one thing I know for sure is on the other side of sweaty palm conversations is always good outcomes. Always. Whether or not like the outcome goes your way. So let's say a client wants to drop off. It's a good outcome in the sense that like, you know, if the client ends up dropping off afterwards, number one, they're going to respect you more. But number two, you're going to respect yourself because you said what needed to be said in a way that like they understood. But most oftentimes from a sweaty palm conversation, people are going to be like, okay, like I understand and I'm going to change my behavior. Yep. Sweaty palm conversations, let's embrace it. Now, a couple of different ways that you guys can approach this is if you guys need to have a hard conversation or you guys need to say something to somebody, validate, relate, lean in is always a really great way to overcome objections. Always, I always use that framework. So like, thanks so much. I appreciate you for sharing. Um, I totally understand what you're going through and I, I understand that it could be hard. And then you ask the next question. So lean in may, basically means you ask the next question. Tell me more. What do you mean by that? What exactly do you mean by X, Y, Z? So it's like you're leaning in to ask the next question. And then when you guys, is this making sense so far? So the mindset is sweaty palm conversations. Validate, relate, lean in is how you dig in to have those conversations when somebody is giving you resistance. And then a couple phrases that you guys can use. Number one is, do you mind if I coach you for a minute? Best one out there. Yeah. You mind if I coach you for a minute? Number two is, do I have your permission to be direct? Do I have you? I feel like that's the one that Cole loves. <laughs> I like, well, I never even ask. I'm just direct as shit. But the reason, <laughs> <laughs> one of the reasons why I love that one is because it, it allows you to say what you want to say, even though you know it's going to create a little bit of friction. And like I told you guys, you got to embrace confrontation. So by utilizing that phrase, 
do I have your permission to be direct? It allows you to do it a lot more calmly. It allows you to kind of take that deep breath and have that conversation with the client because they're giving you the permission. They're giving you the opportunity to say exactly what you want to say as the fucking coach. So if there's one piece of homework that you guys can take from this podcast, it's this. And I want you to DM me or Cole about it. Yeah. And I want you to have one sweaty palm conversation today. With someone. Sweaty palm conversation today. And a sweaty palm conversation is one that makes you nervous as shit. There's going to be some of you guys that are like, all right, like, it's like, I'm ready to do it. And some of you guys are going to like, like, holy shit. <laughs> like, it's going to be hard, but I want you to have one sweaty palm conversation today. And I guarantee you, those of you guys that have that sweaty palm conversation are going to experience positive outcomes on the other side of it. Self-respect for yourself, respect for yourself, and also respect from the other person on the end of the spectrum. Because even if they don't like what you have to say, they're going to respect you for having the balls to say it. And I wanted to say something about or, that, guys. Or lady balls. More lady. <laughs> when it comes to sweaty palm conversations, just want to like give you guys a little bit of like inside mindset shit that you might not understand is if you feel the need, like there's a lot of people that I know already have somebody they can have a sweaty palm conversation with, I just know it. I bet you any money that person feels the same way. All right, like I promise you, because if there's friction, if you feel friction towards a client or somebody that you're surrounding yourself with, that you feel like you need to have a sweaty palm conversation with, I bet you, I'd be willing to put mad money down on this, that those people feel the same way in some sense. There's something there. Because if you feel off a little bit, you feel like indirect and affected by that client's actions or something's going on, there's something that needs to be hashed out. You have to be willing to have that conversation. You have to. Boom. All right. All right, guys. That's it. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Change Lives Make Money Online Training Podcast, the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. Cole, where do they find you, bro? On TikTok or Instagram at Cole Lewis De Silva or the Wake Up With The Wolf Podcast, fam. Peace, love, and protein, guys. Have the best day of your guys' life, and we'll talk to you guys soon.